Good evening, and welcome to Dan Bain's Sleepy Time Mumbles, a podcast you can miss. I am Dan Bain, and every episode I improvise a low-stakes podcast. For you to fall asleep to. Tomorrow morning. I'd love it if you could. Rate or. Review this wherever you found it. You could. Follow me and. My other projects on. The internet. There are links. But not now. That can wait. For now, put down your phone, turn off your screens, and close your eyes. It's been a long time, friends. But... Now, now it's time to be mumbled to sleep. Season 4, Episode 1 A Tedious List of Excuses. You see, the dog ate my homework. I left it on the table. And I guess maybe there were some leftover crumbs from dinner. Dogs have very sensitive senses of smell. And I guess that hypersensitive nose detected those little morsels, those tiny crumbs that were hidden underneath my science homework, you know, on covalent bonds, the one that was due today. I guess he smelt them. You know, some dogs can sniff illness. Some dogs can sniff the difference between unsaturated margarine and polyunsaturated margarine. That's a sense of smell that's working at a chemical level, a level of covalent bonds. Anyway, I'm guessing he smelt the crumbs and in an attempt to get to the crumbs, 
he ate all my paperwork. He also ate my notes. So not just the homework itself, but also all of the work that I'd done to prepare for doing the work. It was a real information massacre. We lost a lot of good facts today. I'm late because I missed the bus. But it wasn't my fault. You see, the bus came early. I saw it as I was coming down the hill. It shouldn't have been there that early. And if it is, it's meant to wait to get back on schedule. But you see, it just drove off. So I had to wait for the next one. But I tell you this, it surely wasn't my fault. These are two classic excuses. Excuses for tardiness. Excuses for not doing that which is meant to be done. But neither Neither of these two excuses. Neither of them are suitable when your supposedly weekly podcast unexpectedly stops for a year. That's right. Over 365 days of not releasing a podcast. More than 12 months. More than 52 episodes. And right at the point where... It was really beginning to peak in its level of popularity. High numbers of downloads. Regular five golden star reviews. A committed listenership donating cash money in grateful exchange for the service offered by the podcast. So no, 
The dog ate my homework. The bus came early. Neither of these excuses will suffice to apologise and excuse halting production for such an elongated period of time. So, begin, Dan, begin to make your amends. What are your great excuses that is going to explain to everyone who is very, very disappointed what exactly you've been up to that has been so important that you couldn't just make up some nonsense for a couple of hours a week. Let's hear it. We're all, we're all waiting. We're very eager. We're all ears. Our ears are are pricking up, ready for answers. I suppose it's best to start at the beginning as long time listeners will recall I had due to the employment vagaries of my industry and the ongoing global pandemic being forced to pivot my occupation from freelance amusing gentlemen to home-based telephone operator and this telephone operation happened from my office from six AM until two thirty PM Sunday through Thursday. Now there's a lot to be said about the poor working conditions of being a wandering, amusing gentleman. 
But one of the small perks is you are able to dictate your own times and the transition from that through to the rigor of uh, a daily practice within a certain time frame was something of a shock to the system. Nonetheless, I persevered. The work itself had moments of grace and joy and indeed a sense of purpose but equally it was dull bureaucratic and occasionally very upsetting The combination of this along with the reduction in energy and availability made returning to the world of mumbling somewhat difficult. And it was the addition of this to my life that caused me to initially put the show on hiatus. Now that, you may say kindly, well that seems understandable, Dan. You've had a bit of a a culture shock. You've had a significant upheaval to your patterns and rhythms to the picture of what your day-to-day life looks like. Sure, sure thing, that's understandable, take yourself a little break, rest, recover, recuperate and regroup, but for a year, that seems excessive. You are, of course, as always, 
correct, wise listener. Indeed, my role there, although, do let me say I was quickly promoted to a team leader, that's right, Mm, leadership, leadership qualities, that's That's what I have in a remote office environment. Despite my meteoric rise through the ranks of the organization, my contract came to an end and was not renewed as New Zealand decided to throw in the towel against the coronavirus and massively downscale its pandemic response. So you would think, with that done and complete, surely my time would be freed up. My mind given the respite it required to be able to re-engage with the process of talking slowly in a soothing voice for approximately 30 to 40 minutes a week. You would think so, friends. You would think so. But, alas, alack, calamity. That was not to be the case. What then, Mr. Bain? If you found yourself relieved from the dread monotony of Kyoto, welcome to the COVID Healthline. You're speaking with Dan, a COVID health advisor. Before we begin, could I get your full name and phone number in case? We get disconnected, so I can call you back. If I was no longer doing that, if I was no longer saying, okay, I'm just going to take you through a quick list of symptoms just to make sure we haven't missed any out. Do you have a runny nose? Sore throat? Coughing or sneezing? Post-nasal drip? Headache? Diarrhea? 
muscle ache or fatigue? Have you been in contact with anyone who works in an MIQ facility? Have you or anyone you know been released from a MIQ facility in the last seven days? Have you or anyone you know work on an aeroplane at the airport or on a shipping vessel? Do you or anyone you know work in a cold storage facility? With these questions gone, surely my time now was ready to be returned and refocused onto the mumbling of sleepy time delights. Sadly, this was not to be the case as I still had to pay bills and although I was out and about a little more than usual doing my jokes and japes behind various microphones doing my improvised comedy antics at Story Remix Sensation Perfect Storm. Nonetheless, my time was not full enough to consider that a income capable of sustaining me. So, I required more employment. I began with the assistance of an associate of mine from the past to become a copywriter. I was writing things so so much so much words and text long format compelling text funnels for sale that sort of thing, internet, yeah, doing that, I also began working at the Little Andromeda Fringe Theatre as the AD AD which 
on any given day could stand for. Artistic director, artist development, or annoying Dan. I fulfill all of those roles. I also began experimenting with the artificial intelligences, the Dali and mid-journey image creation systems, and the chat GPT. People ask me if I am concerned as a creative with the rise of the artificial intelligences. And I must say that at this stage, no I am not. As an experiment, I asked a, the chat GPT currently the most successful text-based, text-generative artificial intelligence to write for me an episode of Sleepy Time Mumbles. I will now read that to you. I asked the chatbot to write an episode of the podcast Dan Bain's Sleepy Time Mumbles. Here is the result. I'll do it in Dan Bain's voice. Welcome to Dan Bain's Sleepy Time Mumbles where we explore the world of sleep, relaxation, and mindfulness. I'm your host, Dan Bain, and tonight we're going to talk about one of the most important aspects of sleep, the power of good bedtime routine. First, let's start by talking about why a bedtime routine is so important. The human body runs on a 24-hour internal clock called the circadian rhythm. This rhythm helps regulate our sleep-wake cycle and when we stick to a consistent bedtime routine it helps our body know when it's time to wind down and prepare for sleep so 
What should your bedtime routine look like? The key is to find what works for you. But some common elements include shutting off screens at least an hour before bed. The blue light emitted from screens can disrupt our circadian rhythm, making it harder to fall asleep. Engaging in a relaxing activity such as reading a book, listening to calming music, or doing some gentle stretches. Setting the temperature in your bedroom to around 65 to 68 degrees Fahrenheit, which is the optimal temperature for sleep. Having a cup of herbal tea or a glass of warm milk to help soothe your body and mind. Using a soothing essential oil, such as lavender in a diffuser or on a pillow. Using comfortable and supportive bedding, such as a memory foam mattress or a down comforter. To ensure a good night's sleep. It is also important to note that a good bedtime routine is not just about getting to sleep, but also about creating a peaceful environment to relax and recharge. Now, I want to share a boring anecdote with you all. A few nights ago, I was in bed trying to fall asleep and I realized that I had forgotten to set my alarm clock for the next morning. I got up, set the alarm, went back to bed. It was a small thing, but it made me realize how important it is to have a routine and to double check things before going to sleep. It may seem like a small detail, but it can make a big difference and getting a good night's sleep. Remember, it may take a bit of experimentation to find the routine that works best for you, but once you do, you'll be well on your way to a better night's sleep. That's all for tonight, folks. 
Thank you for tuning in to Dan Bain's Sleepy Time Mumbles. Sweet dreams. That was the chat GPT attempting to construct an episode. My favourite bit was when it added a boring anecdote but I had to go back and ask it specifically to add a boring anecdote. So, as of yet, I'm not too threatened by the chat GPT. Perhaps I should come back in approximately a year revisit and see how the quality has improved. With a range of new creative projects, a role at Little Andromeda, a reasonable steady income from copywriting, I'm now in a much better mental space and it's my pleasure to return to the nighttime rituals of you all. It's good to be back. Thank you for waiting. There was Season 4, Episode 1 A Tedious List of Excuses As always Sleepy Time Mumbles is produced by Noost Octopus and created and presented by me, Dan Bain. All the things are in the notes. Click them when you get a chance. Until then, good night, sleep tight.